Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it's a start to the new week and trying to think of like other things that have been happening um, besides the extreme storms and craziness it's been oh this weekend what am i talking about hello i had such a fun weekend i have been going out more i really took like a good six months of not really going out except for like sometimes i would dabble on the weekends but i think when you're in a relationship you kind of just stay in a lot with that person and I'm just really enjoying right now kind of being with new friends and just, I don't know, embracing going out and embracing being 25 and having there have stuff to do. There's stuff to do literally every single night. So I've been embracing just that and I don't know, taking advantage of um, new friends, new experiences, new things. And like I literally went out on Saturday night and Sunday. Sunday night, like, who is that? I don't know who she is. I literally went out at, like, 10 p.m. I was, it was crazy. But I got home at 12.30. It was not a big deal. And sometimes I like doing that because I think sometimes I get in my head at night. And so it's nice to kind of get home and be, like, immediately exhausted and just go to sleep. So it's been fun. But it's been adding to the, like, go, go, go-ness of it. So... Anyways, but yeah, that's been really fun. I've been kind of challenging myself in that way. Um, And I'm going to New York in April, so I'm kind of prepping for that and just like a little nervous about that, obviously, because it's like I'm going for a month in a whole new place by myself. And so it'll be fun, though, honestly. Um, But I've also been just thinking a lot about, too, like the way I've been coping with things and coping mechanisms in general and just kind of like... I don't know. Life's been a whirlwind and I've been feeling a lot of things in my body, which is something I've always talked about where basically it's like the mind-body connection, the mind-gut connection. It's a very like obvious thing in a way, but if you're someone that deals with anxiety and depression, you might have these experiences, but I feel like any time that I feel emotionally off, I feel it in my body and then it triggers this cycle of like then I feel it in my body. And then that makes me more stressed and anxious. And then the cycle continues. So I'm just like fucking myself basically, (laughs) Um, which isn't fun. But I've been feeling that a lot because it's been a stressful last few weeks. And so like when my emotions are high, when I feel weird, I will like store it in my throat or in my stomach and I'll feel very um, like not congested, but kind of like my throat feels like it's clogged or my stomach will feel really, really in pain or off and I'll get headaches and stuff like that. So it's weird. It's like listening to your body cues though has been really important for me and just like really slowing down and really being mindful about like my mornings and writing a bunch and releasing the emotions, crying when I need to, running, like doing things that just literally release things from my body has been really nice. So if you ever struggle with things like that, I really recommend doing some releasing type of activities um, it helps a lot. Even anger. I mean, so many different emotions we have get stored in our bodies. So 
honestly, like any of the emotions that we experience, we need to release them. And that's why even just like working out is so powerful or going for walks, going for runs, doing deep breathing, um, writing stuff out, creating, any of that is just getting the circulation going, moving things through, letting emotions pass through you. Um, it's really good. So yeah. But today's episode, I am actually about to go to a Botox appointment. So I had a really weird inspiration of recording this episode on my thoughts, or maybe just I should say a discussion, my thoughts in a discussion on plastic surgery, on manipulating the way you look, on um, optimizing yourself, especially when it comes to women. I know that men also can feel this way, probably. But I think women mainly deal with it, and I'm a woman, so it's kind of where my opinions are going to come from. And another thing I want to say before I even get into any of this is that I, when I have these types of episodes, I know that they can probably be very, they're very, a very opinionated topic. And so I don't want to come off like I'm sitting here saying things that I'm 100% sure of, or that I 100% know for facts, or whatever, I'm just opening a discussion. And that's the beauty of this podcast is that I like to just discuss things, share my own beliefs, my own thoughts. I'm, but I'm very open to conversation. I'm very open to hearing what other people have to say. I've actually seen quite a lot on my TikTok recently about people saying like, oh, we normalize plastic surgery too much, or actually the transparency is just as hurt, like harmful or um, you know, it makes women and young girls feel like we need to constantly be changing ourselves and all of that. So I have some thoughts on this and but I just wanted to say first off that I by in no means am promoting plastic surgery, saying that it's a good thing or, you know, telling you to go out and get any. And I've gotten some comments before too, because I've posted about getting Botox and lip filler and all of that. And I've never had any other surgery done before, just just like those filler temporary enhancements. Um, but I think I've gotten I've gotten a lot of comments saying like, oh, like you're the fact that you're promoting this is so crazy and funny and you're so supposed to be so healthy and all of that. And okay, so I guess I have a very I I'm so divided on all of this stuff, I think. And I think this happens a lot. And I think that we can change our opinions and thoughts and stuff. I think there's a part of me that I've, I've always been this way, where when I think about like what other people are doing with their bodies, with their lives, what people believe in, I don't really care. I'm like, look, I'm me. I'll take care of my own stuff. I'll believe what I want to believe. If you're not hurting anyone or yourself, then you can do whatever you want. Like I'm someone that really isn't that judgmental when it comes to what people are doing with themselves. And like, you do it. Do you want plastic surgery? Great. If you don't, don't. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to judge anyone for what they choose to do with their own lives. But um, people are very judgmental about it. And I get it because I think it's something that leads into this culture of, you know, eating disorders and body dysmorphia and social media. I mean, there's so many conversations that it plays into. And so it's a very intense topic. And it's hard. And part of me goes... We have one life, we have a very definite mortal life, and who cares what you do? Literally, if you want to look like a blown up, big boobed, big lipped, long, luscious, 
voluptuous girl, then by all means, go do that. Live your truth. Live what makes you feel good, right? Who cares? Like literally who cares? You have one life, one body. You might as well just go crazy and have fun and do what makes you feel good. And I'm, I very much have lived by that, which is why I have literally the most random assortment of tattoos on my body because I'm so much like, look, life isn't promised. Who cares? Enjoy it while you're here. I never was one to think about the future, like the future of how, like I never thought like, oh, filler is going to migrate on my face or, you know, if I, I would never get a boob job because I have, like I wouldn't do that. But you know, or even the thought of like, oh, like my boobs would, if I got filler or not filler, if I got silicone in them, they would, I would get whatever. I just am not someone that would think in advance like that. I've just never been that way, which is something that I'm developing and learning how to do because it's very important, but it's something that I never previously had done. And so I think there's half of me that still is in that mindset of like YOLO, literally like the YOLO mindset, which is not great, but it's also true. Like it's also true. Like it is true and real, right? So I'm always in between those. The YOLO, the just go for it. It's fun. Also, I always think everything's just kind of a bit. So for me, <laughs> this is also like a personal problem. And also it makes life fun though, is that I, I just genuinely think that everything's like kind of funny and kind of like, why not? Like do it for the plot, do it for the bit. So for me, it's like, I've always thought like with my lips, like I would, I would just get them done like crazy. And I would just be like, I don't care. Like I want people to know I have lip filler. I want to have like big old juicy lips. Like who cares? And it was fun for me and I love that. And I think that's still great too. And like when you see people that almost do too much plastic surgery, I think it's crazy and I think it's fascinating and I think it, it's insane. And I kind of love that it's insane and that it's a lot, you know, cause I think that's interesting. So why not? Right. But on the other hand, I obviously know that it's very dangerous. I know that it is completely fucked up and toxic and that it, you know, harms our views of societal norms and our own body image and uh, the beauty standard and all of that. I mean, the Kardashians literally ruined everything for us. Like they made, like the BBL, like the fact that that's even like a thing and that that's what the beauty standard is, you know, in a way is crazy like transferring fat is crazy to think about even like a nose job like breaking your nose to like how it's just crazy if you really think about it but so anyways I also can recognize that that's really harmful and it's terrible and the expectation that like you need to look perfect you need to be always optimizing there's actually an essay called called always be optimizing by Gia Tolentino or Tolentino um, and her book trick mirror that you should read if you're a woman listening to this or watching this. It's fantastic. She is literally my favorite. And she basically writes about how, um, women feel the need to always be tighter and healthier and skinnier and fitter and more attractive and more clean and more slicked back and more luscious and, to just be always like always optimizing yourself, always bettering yourself. It's never enough. And I think that's been a thing forever. I think that's that's a very common theme in our society and it has been for years and years and years. I mean, look back at our parents' generation, okay? Like the amount of fat-free, crazy diets, women, you know, eating barely anything, going on crazy diets, corsets, feet binding. Look at different cultures and how they've manipulated their bodies. I mean, it's so funny that when people hate on plastic surgery right now, like it hasn't been a thing forever. I mean, of course there's more modern medicine. There's more modern forms of, you know, we have better 
I guess, equipment and better technology and better, you know, more advanced medicine and everything like that. But ultimately body and face manipulation has been a thing forever. I mean, literally the Chinese would bind their feet to be smaller, more petite. Okay. Like women would wear corsets in the romance in the, I don't know what year, the 1800s, I guess. That's a classic, like they, they literally would be fainting because they're wearing corsets so tight. Same shit, you know? So I feel like it's always been a thing. So I think first off, if you're hating on it, it's like, let's look back at the fact that this has been a thing. And I think too, a really interesting idea when it comes to plastic surgery and kind of like people hating on it is that two things. First off, I think that it's it's almost naive to think that we could all just have this like, let's all love each other and accept each other and accept ourselves and love ourselves and think we're perfect and not want to change anything. Let's just all do that. It's like, okay, like, yeah, in theory, what a lovely world that would be to live in if we could do that. But it's not like that. You know, I mean, everything, our whole entire culture is basically wanting us to change the way we look and to get thinner and to get fitter and to get prettier and to get this and that and that and that, to buy the products, to buy the makeup, to change our hair, to get extensions, to get our nails done, to do all this stuff. Our culture literally feeds off of our insecurities. So I just don't think it's really possible to get to that place. I think in theory... That would be lovely, but that's not the, the reality and the truth. And I think that it's, it's just kind of, yeah, naive to say, let's all just love each other and not get plastic surgery. Like we all don't need it. It's like, no, of course we don't all need it. We're all beautiful in our own ways, but it's deeply ingrained in us to think that we need to change. And it goes beyond if you're an insecure person or not, because like, let's say like, if you think you're even confident. And you can be confident. You can be confident and love yourself and love your body, your face, but still think in the back of your head. I'm like, like you gave, if you gave me $12,000, I would probably just go real quickly and get something done. You know, or you could want it. You, you can like, your back of your head, you're going to want to kind of like change something or like maybe lose 10 pounds. Like if you're being dead honest with yourself and it, look, if you've reached enlightenment and you love everything about yourself and you don't have any bad days and that is so amazing. And I literally like incredible incredible but I think more often than not I would say probably what 97% of people of women in today's society they want to change something about themselves they want to optimize themselves in some way and so I think it is just naive to say like let's all just love each other and love ourselves and like not do plastic surgery it's like it's gonna always kind of be a thing as long as this is how our culture is so anyways and then I also think that two more things about the hating of it is that secondly I think that it's actually great that we're seeing more transparency. I love seeing a girl who just got her boobs done and she's like, yeah, I got my boobs done. Look, my new titties, they look great. I feel so good. I feel so hot. I feel so sexy. I've always been insecure about this. I love this. I'm like, yeah, fucking right on. It makes me my heart warm to see that because it's hard having an insecurity. And I'm not saying the answer is to go out and buy it something new or change something. But if you have the means to do it, and if you really want to, and that's going to make you happy, then I love that. Because the more confident girls we have, and the more girls who are just feeling good in themselves, that's all we could ask for. Like that's, that is what's helping culture 
shift. And the fact that they're talking about it is brilliant to me because I think the toxic thing will forever be women getting a bunch of work done, like the Kardashians, not saying a single thing about it, pretending, lying that actually they don't have work done. And then that's the beauty standard. And then we're all like, wait, like, how did they do that? What workouts are they doing? Like, what did they do? And meanwhile, they've had like 15 surgeries and like they don't tell anyone. I think that's terribly toxic. And I would much rather have a girl be like, look, I just got my nose done. Come with me. Let's vlog. Let's vlog the nose job. Then, then, you know, hide it. So I think that's great. I think that the more that we're being transparent about things, the better. And thirdly, I have this, this is might be a little controversial, but I, I genuinely think this is also the case too, is that I think it's a little privilege to, I guess, complain about people getting plastic surgery because a lot of girls that I've seen complain about it are ones that are very naturally pretty or naturally liked by society, um, that are naturally thin, that are naturally have like the ideal face, ideal body of our culture and society. And they're like, well, why do we like, no, you know, we don't need plastic surgery. And I'm like, yeah, because you are the standard. You've probably never been bullied for your nose. You've probably never been bullied for your flat chest. You've probably never been bullied or talked about behind your back about the way you look. And I think if you've ever suffered from severe insecurities about something, um, then you have a different perspective. I mean, of course you can learn to love those insecurities. I mean, I have learned to love a lot of my insecurities, but would I still change them if I had the chance to? Probably, or I would at least think about it. And I wouldn't hate on someone for having the opportunity to go get something done that makes them insecure, that, that they've been bullied for, that they've felt embarrassed by, you know? So I think that's also a privileged thing in a way um, to hate on it if you've never experienced it yourself because you don't know how it feels to be in someone else's shoes, you know, and to think that something is, you know, I think like even when we used to hate on Kylie Jenner for like her lips, right? Like she literally probably was so insecure about her mouth, like so insecure about her lips, about like she's probably nervous to kiss. Like I'm not trying to defend Kylie Jenner because whatever, but I, you know, I think that's the case too is that she probably did have her own insecurities and problems and it really really hurt her self-esteem and so the fact that she changed that like good on you girl but don't deny it that I have a problem with um but I think I mean I think this leads though to a very larger conversation in general about how I guess we're just screwed as a culture because the whole like always be optimizing thing is very real and I think it scares me because I even notice it in myself where it's like if I'm not working hard enough, grinding all the time, doing the most, going to the gym every day, taking care of myself, having this ideal apartment, making this this money, being a boss ass bitch, you know, whatever, 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 having the perfect wardrobe. If I'm not doing all these things, then like I'm not enough. And I think it's just a reminder that we are enough as we are without any enhancements, without any of these kind of perfect things, these perfect lifestyle things, perfect body, perfect face, whatever we think is perfect. And I think that the sooner that we can come to the realization that as we are right now is totally fine and okay. And to enjoy the process of getting to where we want to be and to enjoy the shifts and the different, you know, movement and the different places that life takes us. I think the sooner we can realize that that's a better place to be than feeling the need to always be rushing and going and bettering and, and bettering and getting healthier and getting fitter and getting all these things is it's just going to be safer and better.
and happier, a happier life ultimately. And you can want more for yourself. You can want to get stronger and um, have a certain physique and be as healthy as you can and whatever. But I'm just saying like, I think we get warped in this idea that it's never going to be enough and that you get to a place where like I did 75 soft or whatever, right? And I really toned up. I pushed myself beyond belief and I was really proud of myself. And instead of going, okay, well, I need to keep doing this. I need to do more. I needed to make it harder. I go, wait, I need to sit and appreciate that I just did this and that I really succeeded in this challenge pretty much and that it was amazing and that I feel really good. And that's something I think we need to work on more as a society, as a society. Um, but yeah, I really believe that. And I think that too, I don't know. I think this is where, you know, I don't have all the answers. Obviously not. I'm 25. I don't have shit. I don't know anything. But I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, what do we do about this whole need to be optimizing? Like, why, how, how do we fix it? You know, and I think that's why a lot of us crave slower living. Once we get to a certain age, I think that's why we crave settling down. And that's why we crave family and real connection and all those things because I think you realize after a while, like, the other stuff fades. It really does. And that whole rat race and that whole game is not forever. And it's not where real happiness comes from. So I think it gets just very tiring and very unfulfilling to constantly want to be optimizing yourself. And I felt this way too about the wellness industry, which I'll just really quickly get into because I'm literally late for my Botox appointment, but like whatever, this comes first. Um is that I got out of the wellness industry and the health industry because I was realizing that I was spending all of my time being the healthiest, eating the most clean, non-toxic, non-GMO, perfect diet and reading all the self-help books and listening to all the podcasts and literally taking all the supplements and all the stuff that I literally stopped living. Like I literally stopped existing and living. Like I, I was just completely fixated on trying to be this ultimate healthiest perfect self that once I kind of got there I was like wait now I don't really have a lot of friends I don't even really eat great food I'm kind of like isolated I'm so focusing on trying to heal myself that I am just forming more traumas and digging into like deeper past traumas and like reliving stuff and doing all this work that's kind of just like reversing what I'm trying to do um not to say that, it, you know, I think that, again, doing the work, going to therapy, taking care of yourself, so fucking important. I am the biggest advocate for that. But there's balance. And I think that, though, just feeling like, okay, I'm going to be the healthiest person ever. I'm going to just, you know, cutting out all these things or eating just a certain way or following a very strict diet or whatever. I just feel like that's not, for me at least, it literally hurt me in the long run. Because it's the same idea of, like, I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be fully healed. I mean, what is, what is being fully healed? More stuff is just going to happen to you. Like more life's just going to happen, you know? That's what's so funny is like, I'll heal things that are in my childhood from my childhood. And then I'm like, oh, but I just created more shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's just this never ending. Like we're going to experience more death. We're going to experience more trauma. We're going to experience more loss and more love and more heartache and it's like it's never gonna end you just get better at dealing with things that's what I always say and yes like and obviously you know having tools in your toolbox and reading things that might help you and inspire you to get through those times and stuff like that is great 
but to be constantly obsessed with needing to be healthy and doing the work and all that 24 7 I, I truly don't think that that's I think living is also doing the work I think putting your phone away and laughing and drinking a beer if you want to and eating a burger and staying out a little late some nights and whatever it is I think that that's also doing the work you know so we covered a lot of bases here but ultimately I just think you do what you want to do you live your life and you find balance and with anything, even with plastic surgery, with Botox, whatever, you find balance. And you let people do what they want to do. And you'll live a happy, peaceful, great life. Try to, at least. That's where I'm at right now. But anyway, it's like my Botox. That's as much as I can lift my eyes. I think it's so funny. I think it's great. I'm like, look, this is the emotion I can bring. <laughs> it's just that. So. Anyways. Talk to you guys soon. Love you. Thanks for listening in today.